Hey guys, welcome back. In today's episode, we discuss blackfishing. Wait, you didn't know that was a word? Yeah, me either. That's why in this episode, you hear me refer to it as black bodying. Oh boy, your girl's slow on the uptake, guys. Be patient with me. Anyhow, we have lots to say on the issue, so keep listening. Okay, shut the door. the other day and I came across this video from Julesy where she talks about Emma Halberg. Who's that? She's apparently some Instagram influencer model. The words are subjective. I don't really know. She's on Instagram. She's a white woman from Sweden. Okay. Um, And she has become notable as of recent because it seems like she's not it, blackface wouldn't be the word. She's in black body, right? Like she's trying, it seems like she's trying to project herself as being a black woman. Okay. And I have very strong feelings about that. Do tell. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember, I think it was like 2014 or 2015. There was a lady from Spokane. Spokane, Wisconsin, or somewhere. I can't remember. I think Spokane is Washington. It was, was it Washington? Okay, Spokane, I know, I know who you're talking about, but... <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. And she had people fooled for real, talking about she was a black woman. Wasn't she even the head of the NAACP? Uh, yes, NAACP yes, like yes, like she yeah. was. And she really had people fooled, portraying herself as a black woman, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. She's a white woman. She has two sons who are. You're talking about Rachel still. So. Rachel Dolezal, okay. yeah. I'm I'm a loop at that. Okay. But um, Rachel has two sons. One is her own, and one is uh, a brother she adopted from her parents who adopted them. Oh, was it an, an adopted brother? An adopted, adopted brother him? that she adopted. Yes. Okay. A, bl- a like a full fledged black young man. Okay. And that she said was her child, which fine, she adopted and fine. That's cool, but I think it was... Was her to, son that she birthed a black child? A mixed child. Okay. She's white. Her His father is black, but was being portrayed as being a fully black child because right. she too apparently is black, right? And I remember when that came out, I... Then I was offended. I was incredibly offended Because this isn't a choice for me. I want to be very clear. I'm happy and I'm thankful and I love my blackness. I do. Mm -hmm. But this isn't a choice for me. I I can't put it on and take it off, right? So all the good and the bad that comes with it, I have to own, right? So, and what that means is not just about me. It means about my community, right? So when I think about my nephews and my brother-in-laws and my husband who are black men, navigating this world that's real for me right right and the greater community that are young black men and black women who have been harmed because of their skin color right right that's not something they can take on and, and take off it's their identity they can't hide from it so i find it very offensive when she says that she identifies as being black 
I don't identify as being black. I am black, right? right. <laughs> like this is this is who I am. And you want to say you identify as being black? Like you just woke up one day and you're like, I'm gonna just take all the cool that is black, which is a lot. I, I'm kind of like going off in tangents, but there's been historically a sense that people are willing to adopt black culture, like our music and. Um, some of our slang, some of the way we move our body, but they're not willing to accept black people, right? Like the that is an interesting statement because there is so much truth to that. No, for real. Oh my because god, I never even like thought about it that way, but yes, that is 100% accurate. Yeah. So when I hear that I'm like, no, no sis, you can't this you can't just you can't just come in and lie to us. I have handed out a couple honorary cards in my lifetime. If you wanted one, you could ask for an honorary card. Like, I'm just saying, like, for real. You can get one, but you can't lie about it. Right. Like, I'm not okay with that. Like, she was trying to project that, like, some guy who was her mentor was her dad, right? Some black man who was her mentor was her dad. And when they were calling her out about it, she was trying to act like, yeah, that's my dad. No, girl, it's not. Your dad is white. Okay, cool. But then I wonder, like, am I a hypocrite, though? Why? Forgive me if I say the wrong term or like classify it incorrectly. I don't know. People who are transgender. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you were born in the wrong body, I feel like that's you. You've got to do what you got to do that you feel right with for you. Right? And I don't feel so like when men become women, I don't feel protective of my womanhood. I'm not like, stop it. <laughs> you know, I'm not like, I'm not like, you can't be a woman because of all the woman things that I've been through, whether it's being catcalled or being treated as, in, a, in the workplace, being treated as less than or less intelligent. I don't say, no, you can't be a woman because you don't know my experiences. So like those two kind of are the same, but I'm very protective of one and the one being a black woman and not really protective of another. And I'm just wondering, like, am I a hypocrite, though? That's a good question. And I don't know. I can see how there's it would seem hypocritical. Yeah. Because you're okay with one and you're not okay with another. And they're both people who potentially may feel that they're stuck in the wrong body. Sure. Um, and I guess, you know, when I think about, you know, transgender people, they oftentimes feel um, they're being scrutinized regularly for being who they are, right? Like yeah. It, it is not a, it is not a choice made lightly because if you're gay, you're going to have all kinds of people um, judging you. Um, if you are transgender, even more people are judging you because yeah. I know that there are lots of people who are perfectly okay with um, with the gay community, but they are not okay with transgender because it is very different. Mm -hmm. You know, you are basically changing who you are. Right. You know, if you you are if you were born as a gay individual, that is who you are. Um, if you were born as a male, but you feel like you should be female, um, that is not who you are. That's how, who you feel you should be. I am personally in support of transgender, whatever. I, it doesn't, if you feel that that is 
who you are and you want to do it. If you want to, you know, um, change your gender, you know, who am I to, who am I to say no? Um, but I guess what I'm trying to get at is it's not an easy choice. Right. But, and if it's a white person who is choosing to identify as a black person. Yeah. Is that also not an easy choice? Because you know, then what? I don't know that. I and this is a, this is a real question. This isn't me trying to play devil's yeah. advocate. Because are they then potentially going to be truly walking in a black man or woman's shoes and dealing with all the 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 horrible things that the black community has to deal with? Racism, getting shot for no good reason on the street because you're the wrong color, right? whatever you know there's all of those things to take into account so that may not be an easy choice but like you said you know i don't know (laughs) but like you said they're choosing all the cool parts yes and that seems a little disingenuous to me it does to to me too and it's you know like this chick who's on instagram whatever this lotion is or this tanning is or whatever it is she can rinse or wait that off Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, and then, you know, like, people were calling her exotic, which I also find very offensive. You know? Like, if she's trying to come off as black, why people are not exotic? Like, we've been here. You know? So, like, <laughs> no, for real. No, that's true. But, you know, people like to fetishize and, and make black women, particularly, these exotic beings. And it's it's just so weird to me. So, anyway, like, if you look at the picture of her, it looks like she's... Let me show you the picture. Okay. Okay. So it looks like she has, I don't know, is that tanning lotion? Is that what tanning lotion looks like? Or is that way too dark to be tanning lotion? It looks like she probably got a spray tan and then she put a ton of bronzer on her face. Okay. All right. Cool. Because like, I mean, just looking at this picture, her face looks plastic. Like there's nothing real about her face. Like right. look at it. It's, no, it's for like, sure. It looks like it was painted on. Sure. Okay. Right. And then you can see the the other picture of what she looks like. Right. Which is not that. Not even close. Right. And then she's done That's something. Trying to make up. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. And then she's done something with her hair to make it seem like there's some texture in her hair. Yes. That is not. I'm not saying that is not Afro textured hair because there are some black people who have. Um, looser curls, looser waves, right? Like we have, if you, <laughs> if you put black people <laughs> in a family, right? Black people in the same family and you line them up, we are an array of chocolate caramels and like this lightly colored chocolate milk color. You know, like we, we range in color. Right. Our hair ranges in, in textures and colors. Um, our eyes range range in, in 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 colors as well. So like the the span of what a black person looks like is very, the spectrum is wide, right? Right. Even so, this isn't it. I know. You know? Yeah. Like this this isn't it. And so I feel like cool. So like this weekend, you're done being black. Does, does this chick identify? Does do they say that she identifies as black or what is what is her story? So I don't think she identifies as black. I think she's trying to portray that she is black in these posts, right? Like she's trying to take the, you know, let me take a step back. There's been a level of appropriation that has kind of come through our society 
there's been an ownership of things that have been historically common in, a, in the black community and thought of as being either ugly or disgusting or um, less than that have been brought through to mainstream society. And now they're beautiful, right? So check it. <laughs> the Kardashians, right? Back in the day, you think of that one song like, well, how does it go? You might have to remind me if you know, but it's like, Ew. No, it's like, oh, oh my God. Look, look at, at her butt, butt right? <laughs> and it's because her butt was so big, yeah, right? Yeah. But that was probably just like a regular African-American behind. And that was like gross or like the thought of less than. And now the Kim Kardashian wave is in, right? Right. And now having this this certain body type is in. Then, and I'm sorry I'm going to throw out the Kardashians so much, but they do so much appropriation. It's just crazy. Black women have been wearing cornrows and braids for centuries. And it's always been thought of as being country or less than or not professional or not appropriate, right? All of a sudden, the Kardashians start wearing them, calling them boxer braids, and now they're okay. Or like dreads, people think that dreads are, are very like disgusting or whatever, but I can't remember which, I think it was Marc Jacobs or somebody, they had these um, white individuals who were wearing dreads as an aesthetic going down the runway. So it's like when we do it, no, 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 not cool. Then it's appropriated, then it becomes socially okay. And I think that's the problem I have is because you're just, you're, you're, it's almost like you're taking a cafeteria approach to it i'm gonna just pick and choose whatever your culture i want but i definitely don't want you like i don't want the full course mm -hmm. right so rachel dolezal i think she tries to say she was trying to take the full course but she's lying you know what i'm saying like in that why not at least be upfront and being about the fact that you were not born a black woman i don't know i just feel like i'm not okay with the with the appropriation of of what's happening with black women but also, I'm kind of okay with what's happening in the transgender community. Because I guess it feels like it's out there. I don't know. So maybe maybe that's it because it doesn't hit close to home. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, one thought that occurred to me while we're talking now is um, oftentimes mm -hmm. transgender people are open about who they are. Honest and upfront, you mean? Yes. Yeah. They will identify as transgender, mm -hmm. whereas Rachel Dolezal... She said she, she, just said she, was yes. she even like made up a, a father. Yes. She made up that she birthed, um, you the know, kids. Kid. Yes. Well, I guess she birthed one, but she was identifying as something that she was, was not, not and totally misleading everybody. Right. right. Transgender people often, that may not be the case across the board, mm -hmm. but I think it's way more common. And I don't know how many people do this with this chick and Rachel. I don't know. Is it widespread? Probably not. I don't know. But but they're being very misleading. Yes. And they're not they're not being honest mm -hmm. with what they're doing. They may you know what? She may like all that bronzer. She may like to get a spray tan. But she's trying to mislead yes. people and she's trying to yeah, she's trying to portray as somebody she is not. And that's different. You know, back in the 90s, I used to go to the tanning bed all the time because mm -hmm. I always wanted to get a nice tan. I mm -hmm. always wanted to have a nice bronze tone to my skin. Never really happened. I'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> But I wanted it. I mm -hmm. wanted it. But, and, but I never would have, if I had ever gotten a good tan. You wouldn't have said you were black? No. Because you're not. Exactly. Like yes. I am, you know, yeah, I want to have a nice, you know, it took me a long time to finally embrace the pastiness because I just like, <laughs> just like oh God, it's like blinded by the white. 
But but the reality is, is this is who I am. Right. And even and if I got it. a tan, guess what? I'm still the same person. Yeah. And I feel like, I think the thing is, is you have to, I don't want to say you, you have to be co-signed, but kind of like you just got to come up up front and real about it. You yeah. know, I joke about, about handing out honorary cards and whatnot. And I guess maybe I should explain that in case some people don't know. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there is uh, culturally speaking, there's something in the um, African American community called black card, mm-hmm. and like anytime you operate not within the culture, then like your card gets taken from you. Like for instance, if you don't know, like if you don't know a well known song that like all black people know, or if you don't know the Electric Slide, give me your card. Like, don't you say black card revoked? Yeah, black, exactly. <laughs> Your black card has been revoked, sir. Like, that's, that's the thing. So when I say also handing out honorary cards, like, you may not be a part of the community, but you will get a black card and you are, are invited to the family picnic, technically, right? <laughs> and like, for instance, I know one time you got an honorary black card. I did. I don't even remember why, but I was like, what? One of our co-workers at work, mm-hmm. um, who is within the black community. She's actually Spanish, but she's actually within the black community. Um, she decided she was going to do your hair. <laughs> and she hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to give a backstory okay, here first. Go. Okay. On our pilot episode as well, I talked about how I love having my hair played with. Mm-hmm. So she was willing to, to play, play with my hair. hair. So I was right. like, do whatever you want. Right. Okay. Continue. So, so she did some kind of a style. I don't even know what it was, but what she ended up doing at the very end was she threw a do rag on top because that's what you do. Like once you're done with your hair as a black person, you take some kind of scarf or do rag or something and you tie it down until your style is set. Like that's the thing you do. And so I was like, oh, snap, you get an honorary card because you out here just walking around with a do-rag on. I went home with that do-rag on and I slept in that that night. Technically speaking, though, she got her black card revoked because she put the do-rag on backwards. Right. Everybody knows you put the ribbing of the do-rag on the outside. She put the ribbing of the do-rag on the inside. Yeah. So anyway. So I got one. Yes. Hers was was revoked. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's honorary cards (laughs) flying all over the place. And I feel like... Black people are so inviting. We're so inviting. If you just said, hey, can I come in? We have you. But you can't just go around in the streets lying. You can't do that. You can't be misappropriating yourself as something you're not because then it, it devalues our culture, our community, our identity, our experiences. Right. Which is not okay to me. Yeah. Do you feel at all a sense of a sense of protection or I don't know like you feel like you want to carefully guard your womanhood or your women experiences or do you feel nothing about the like I guess I guess the right term would be transgender women um no it doesn't it doesn't even, bother me yeah. at all that's not something that it doesn't you know, is you know, if you take into consideration just like politics of today, if it doesn't affect me personally, right. what business is, is, exactly. is it of mine? Mm-hmm. If you're transgender, if that's if that's who you are, mm-hmm. that's who you are. Good. If it makes you feel more complete, more of a whole human yeah. being, then good. 
It doesn't impact me at all personally. So mm-hmm. why should I have a say or an opinion one way or the other? Do you feel anything about your white womanhood? I don't. But, and I, you know, this is kind of a touchy subject, uh, not for me personally, but I, th- it can, I, I'm, I'm cautious to talk about it okay. too much because I don't want to, I don't want to come across the wrong way. But what ultimately is, I don't know how to say it other than their white privilege is real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. There is, there is, it sounds so um, insensitive, but there's, there's, they're the majority, right? Excuse me. We're the majority. <laughs> I, I do. I am a white woman. I identify <laughs> as a white woman. So I am, but so white people are mm-hmm. the majority. Yeah. Um, they're also, they're also less likely to be prejudged on the whole sure to be you know to there you know while there i think there can be racism across all races there is um there's the white privilege that i was talking sure. about so i feel like what what am i being protective of mm. you know what i'm saying i don't know if that makes sense no, and i, I feel like it, it sounds really insensitive it. and i feel no. like i'm offending people by saying this no i think i get it let me let me throw it back at you and see if i'm understanding it correctly okay it's for example, I'm really protective of mine because it's been a struggle to get here. Yeah. I've had to fight to get here. And not me. The people before me, my whole my whole lineage, the yeah. people I don't even know who came before me, my people who I'm not even related to necessarily. There's been a fight as a community to get to where we are. Yeah. And so I'm very protective of the struggle, of the investment exactly. that, yeah. that we've made into getting here what you're saying is there hasn't had to be the same type of investment so what are you protecting is that what you're saying exactly yeah that's Mm -hmm. much more eloquently put i i I am kind of always cautious to talk about things coming from a place that is such a different experience than than somebody um in the black community because it is a very different life experience and i understand that so i don't want to talk about it in a way that could potentially like no i um, understand be offensive right but but the reality is is you know history has shown yeah that minorities struggle a lot more than, than than the white community you know what's interesting though what at one point the italians were thought of as less than or was it the irish the irish or the italians I can't remember. I was watching something on the History Channel, and um, and they were talking about that, about how there was a, a group of people who came in through Ellis Island, and they were thought of as less than. I, I apologize right now if I can't recall if it's the Italians or um, the Irish, but I feel like somehow that history has been let go of, right? Like I feel like maybe that's one thing that there's an ability to progress, which I don't know. I don't want to say it gives me hope or whatever, but like. But I'm wondering if in time, hopefully there'll be a new party discriminating. We won't be the, the Irish. <laughs> you know what? That sounds I, terrible. No, I, don't I, get, I get what you're saying. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think that'll happen. And the reason why is the Irish or the Italians, whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know I'm a terrible at history. So mm-hmm. I don't even like ask me anything history related because I'm going to fail. <laughs> but they both 
guess what color they are. Yeah. It's easy. Once you're a generation in, you don't right. have an accent. You right. don't have anything. You just blend right in. Right. People of color, their color is still different. For they sure. still look different. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I've, you know, I've always been drawn to people who look different than me. Mm-hmm. I've always found it more attractive mm-hmm. because I see me every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, it's, it's just weird to me because I, I don't really understand it, but so many people really cannot tolerate, I guess, even within a race, Yeah, they cannot tolerate people who look different. different than them. And I don't understand that because I think that's what makes life so interesting. Sure. And I think that's what makes life so beautiful. Right. So like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I heard someone say the other day that you can't, you can't dislike someone whose story you know. And what I find interesting about that is so much, so much of our lives, we operate in these very small circles of people who look like us, who are of the same economic level as us, who think like us. We're doing it right now. You and I don't look alike <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. right? But we certainly do think alike. We do. In a lot of ways. There we are do. some areas that we don't, but we no, are in sure. on most things. Our politics, very similar. Yeah. And so we operate in this very small circle. And so it's like, it's us and then it's them. So I think the thing is, is like we have to, as people on some level, make a conscious effort to hear the stories of the other side. Because they're just people too. With wrong ideas and thinkings. I can't, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> You're wrong. You're, if you don't agree with that, you, you are, are wrong. <laughs> but, um, just kidding. I think, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But like, I think the more we connect with people who are not in our typical circle, the greater understanding we have for the vastness of humanity and how similar we actually all are. That's really deep. We do tend to, we, we hold close to us what is familiar mm-hmm. to us. So, and it may not necessarily, it, it may not just be what looks similar to us, but what thinks similar yes, to us, what absolutely. feels similar absolutely. to us, any of that. That's... Like you, you think about it, right? Democrats and Republicans, let's just use that for example. Black people and white people, let's use that. Let's throw all of it in. We all want to be able to take care of our families, protect them from danger, give them the best upbringing um, we can. We want to create loving spaces for us to thrive and we want the generation who comes after us to do better. We all want that. Yeah. We all just may have different ideas of what that is and that's hard to digest. It is, it is. Thanks for joining the conversation. We're your hosts, Andy Anderson and Naya Tang. If you like this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook at Shut the Door Podcast. Join us next week for another episode of Shut the Door.